No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. sitting around at home you're trying to decide what to do for dinner and you can go support some big conglomerate bullshit place that doesn't care about you or if you live in portland or denver you can support the greater grateful dead and fish family by going to fire on the mountain and they they are going to support you by putting something delicious and hot and wonderful in your belly and they have new sauces out at the Burnside location they got a peanut curry sauce and a lemon pepper dry rub the interstate location has the chili lime sauce and the Thai meets Texas dry rub and then the Fremont location has the lemon pepper sauce and the Creole dry rub and if you want to see what the specials are going on at all of these places go to F-O-T-M-P-D-X and F-O-T-M-D-E-N right D-E-N-V-E-R Denver it's a Denver O-T-M Denver and you can see all the specials they have going on at all of the locations in Denver and in Portland. And, hey, check this out. It is the holidays, and they have dope-ass swag. Go check out the website, portlandwings.com. They have a bunch of swag up there. You can order that. You can order the sauces so you can get your hoodie. You can get your sauces. You could sit at home and have all that delivered to you. And then you could wear your hoodie and cook the sauces. And it would be a whole, like, Grateful Dead, Fire on the Mountain. Throw down, thing. hold down. Yeah. So While <laughs> listening to Fire on the Mountain? Mm-hmm. It, Absolutely. It, it would be like Fire on the Mountainception. Check that out. Fire on the Mountain. Do it. Are you secretly longing to ring a silent bell? Do you ever find yourself wishing you were a headlight on a northbound train? Don't be alarmed. No Simple Road and Shop Tour Bus can help. Cure your dizzying symptoms with a one-time double dose of your China Cat Sunflower and No You Rider teas. Available for the first time as one bundle. Buy the China Cat, get the Rider for 25% off, which is like free shipping. And all teas come with good vibes at no additional expense. When you're checking out at shoptourbus.com, use the code CHINARIDER. And if you buy that bundle, you're going to get the rider with your china for 25% off. Or you can look at all the other amazing Grateful Dead inspired designs they have over at Shop Tour Bus. And when you check out, put in the promo code no Simple Road, all one word, and you are going to get free shipping on that with that box and all the extras that come in it and the bootleg miracle that you just might get in your order. So go check out shoptourbus.com. 
Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Mel Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspy, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. simple road family what's happening how's everybody doing it's a beautiful monday morning it's aaron and i'm here in your ears this morning to hang out with you we have another really really cool monday episode for everybody this is um aaron and liz the creators of the grateful dead tarot deck and the reason that we're um releasing this on a monday as opposed to like a regular friday interview episode is what we did here with Aaron and Liz is we all sat down and we did a tarot reading for the year to come for the entire No Simple Road family. And uh, I just thought that this would be a good Monday episode for everybody. And uh, yeah, I mean, we use the Grateful Dead tarot deck, obviously, because Aaron and Liz are the creators, but this deck... And if you listen to the show, you've heard us say this deck is a really, really special divinatory tool. It, uh, it speaks our language because we're deadheads and it is, um, written and drawn and formed in the icons and the pictures and the 
energy that we have all spent our lives following around, loving and listening to. And so this deck speaks really loud. And uh, we thought that it would be super rad. Actually, Mel had this idea. I got to give Mel full credit. Thought it would be super rad if we did a year to come reading for No Simple Road and the No Simple Road family. So what you're about to hear is each of us will pull a card. Um, I think we start with Mel does January. I do February. Apple does March. Aaron and Liz do April, May, so on and so forth. And uh, yeah, you can follow along. This reading is not just for us. It is for you as well. Um, You know, because we are uh, part of the community together and you are listeners of the show. um, I like to think that energetically there is a link between all of us, that there's a, um, we share space in the web of energy that is reality and because of that proximity of vibratory space that we share um, when we do these readings they are not just hours and hours alone they are also for you and and I would hazard a guess to say that when you listen to this you're going to find some synchronicities and strangeness and wonderful information and I'm super stoked to have all of you hear this um the ladies from the Grateful Dead Tarot have been so kind as to do a 48-hour discount code for the No Simple Road family. So if you have been on the fence or not on the fence about buying the Grateful Dead Tarot deck, you can do that now for 20% off uh, with the code SIMPLE20 when you're checking out. So use the code SIMPLE20. I'm going to tell you that this deck is not, you're not just buying a deck of cards. You are getting a whole lot more than that. When you go to the website, you'll see what I'm talking about. I don't want to do a long commercial for it. You guys know what I'm talking about. So if you've been thinking about getting the Grateful Dead Tarot deck, again, use the code SIMPLE20. You've got 48 hours. So that would be, um, I don't know, Monday to on Wednesday evening. I think it will expire. So get it before then. It is now the 12th of December. So that would be the 14th. Um, yeah, so I hope that you have a beautiful, fun, amazing Monday. I hope that you're cozy and warm and that you're with the people that matter the most to you. And, uh, as always with tarot readings, if any of you out there have any questions, uh, want to know more, have, want to have something deeper explained to you about the reading, because like I said, this does apply to you as well. You can always reach out to us here at No Simple Road at info at nosimpleroad.com and you can find the Grateful Dead Tarot deck at gratefuldeadtarot.com. So go check that out and I'm going to get you to the show. Here we go. Uh, I, I want to, before we get too deep, <laughs> I would love it if you ladies would introduce yourselves to everybody so they know what's going on. Yeah. Okay. I'm Liz. I am the author of the Grateful Dead Tarot. Um, I am an astrologer. I'm a tarot reader. I'm a dance therapist, a yogi, a mother, and I don't know what else. I live in Maine, <laughs> and I love uh, I love the Grateful Dead. I love live music, and, and it's been hugely informing. And for you're me. a good friend. Aww. Yeah. Yes. Throw that in there. 
that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> I do try. Yeah. I really do. <laughs> She's a keeper for sure. Oh yeah. I agree. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. I am Erin and I'm the co-creator of Grateful Dead Tarot. I am the product designer and the illustrator. Um, and what else do I do? Oh, um, currently I am the head textile designer for a brand called the hippie shake and, um, do a lot of other side art projects and am moving back into the now legal cannabis space because I kind of got kicked out by the DEA years ago. So some other news uh, surrounding uh, the Grateful Dead Tarot and the website is that over the years since we last spoke with you, Liz and I did two courses, uh, six classes each, one in the minor arcana and then one in the major. And we have edited all those videos. There's downloadable uh, journal pages and song codes and playlists wow. and those are now available uh, on our website as well and you can either do the whole shebang at once or we do have like a payment option on those and then the big news is that for those of your listeners who have already purchased the box set or those who have been waiting to purchase it we have made the decision that future um, future versions of the Grateful Dead tarot deck will not be a box set. And so we've heard from the community, like lots of people love the like luxury product. And that was the point of making the box set was to have, you know, really high-end luxury collectible. Yeah. Uh, but we also have heard feedback that not all members of our community feel like they can truly afford it. So we have decided to make this version of the Grateful Dead box set limited edition. Oh, wow. That's it. No more box set, no more keepsake box for your end table. Um, the book, of course, will still be as robust as it is with all of Liz's writing, but we may move into paperback versions of the book. The current book is hardcover, perfect sewn bound with like a ribbon marker. And it is in the liner notes that it's first edition. So, um, and then even the deck itself, probably as we move forward, we may make some changes to that to really, really make sure, even if it's just color changes, uh, or maybe change the back design just to make sure that the people who do invest in the box set that you are really like, that's it, limited edition. When it's sold out, it's sold out, and we're over halfway through the edition. Yeah. Wow. You know, it, it. it's, we've said this, Mel and I like have done readings for listeners and stuff, and, and this isn't a, a sales thing. This is real. Like, this deck, I, I, after thinking about it a bit, I, I think it's because of our connection with the music and our connection of with the energy of the Grateful Dead and, and its iconography that this deck speaks louder than any tarot deck I've ever worked with. Like, I worked with the Toth deck for a really long time and the Rider Waite, and I'm even a member of the OTO, so like the Toth deck <clears throat> meant a lot to me. And, and 
had a lot of connection to it, but I never experienced that deck speaking quite so eloquently as this one does. And, and like this one kind of cuts to the heart of the matter really quick where other stuff can be kind of ephemeral. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Other decks can be ambiguous or lofty or there's a lot of interpretation. This is just like, boom, it lays it down for you in in a really beautiful kind of a way. I have some thoughts about that. Something that's kind of arisen in my, um, mindset as I, unlike Liz, I was not a professional energy healer or reader prior to creating this deck. I mean, I've read tarot for myself and friends since I was a teenager. I was well-versed in what it all meant or whatever. But as I've really trial by fire, been thrown into festivals and concerts and just reading for strangers over and over, my concept of how the tarot works is like quantum physics. It's like everything in the world is swimming in the same energy pool. And when you break down every solid thing that you see to the smallest particles, we're all just made out of the same stuff, including the deck, including us. And the only thing really functioning is energy. And so that is why, you know, we'll have these wild experiences at concerts where the same card will come up that day and then like the next day it'll be a different card for multiple people like beyond statistics and so I kind of wonder if one of the reasons that I don't know if you've read off of other decks as well but both or all of the creators um, of the two decks you mentioned are kind of long past and though their energy is still present in the world because energy doesn't disappear Liz and I are not only both very much alive oh, yeah. right now, wow. but we're part of your community. And wow. so maybe, you know, maybe that has something to wow, do with the of that. that you're grabbing. Wow, you made Mel cry. <laughs> Why are you crying, babe? <laughs> I think that's a super interesting thought, Aaron. I hadn't actually thought about that. What's that? That it's not, not oh. only the connection maybe to the music, but um, the connection to the, the community itself, right? And to like us as being members of that community and the way that that translates to, I don't know, maybe like a more, I don't quite want to say interactive, but that's what's coming through, like a, like a more easily accessible, like energetic. Wow. And more know. alive. Yeah. Yeah. Quite, alive. quite literally. What's up, yeah. Mel? What what got you all verklempt over it just, there? It felt like truth when you said that. And I was thinking like, you're right. Like there's this incredible piece of art that you both put into this world. And since we had you on the show, we've met you, we've hung out, we've partied, we've seen each other at the shows, <laughs> met your kids and stuff. Like there's a deeper meaning for us having these cards, the three of us, than just we bought these decks because we thought they were cool. We are literally supporting our sisters and like feeling the energy that they put into these cards every time we pick them up. Mm. And then since Aaron and I have been reading um, together for some of our listeners, it it's never hit me the like we're doing, you know, readings together which we've done that before but it's not a thing we have always done so it's these messages are hitting like it's helping us speak better as a couple to the the reading better 
the the like the deck is it's helping us to like get our point across or not our point but like our um interpretation, interpretation so much easier and and hit like really strong and yeah. you saying that Aaron really just made me like you are very much alive and well and at the prime of your lives and have so much to say and still experience and do and to have something like this um as a companion for you like like i'd look at tarot deck like a like a scarf that you don't like leave anywhere you bring with you all the time and that's what it's been for me and well, it just like you like again you saying that just really it hit home for me that that's that's it we're sharing your energy and you're so vibrant and so it's so loud and it also going back to what you said about everything is energy and if you break it down to its smallest part like everything is connected and it's all kind of the same soup <laughs> i said that exact same thing to the last person we listened to we we read for almost word for word what you just said and that right there is testimony to the power of the thing. And the reason I said that to the person that we were reading for was to, they had never had a tarot reading before. And I could tell that they were a little bit, not weirded out, but like it was spooky. You know what I mean? Like apprehensive. Of the not apprehensive, point. just it was spooky. And like, I wanted to demystify it immediately. Like, there's no hoodoo going on here. This is energy that we're talking about. This is there. I'm, I, you know what I mean? I didn't I'm not. Science. No, it's not science. no, it's literally science. I mean, I've been using that as a way to like rope in. There's a certain demographic that seems to never want to take the free one card pull. And I <laughs> try to, um, you know, make them a little less nervous. And then I also say, you know, there are people out there uh, and, you know, I'm not going to deny that because I truly believe it, that can speak to the dead that can see other realms mm -hmm, and they do use tarot cards. And I'm sure that it becomes an even more powerful tool in their hands, but like anybody can read tarot because mm -hmm. we're all in this energy and it's really not a um, description of the future. It's like, you're on a path at every moment of every day of your life. And at every moment that path could tree branch off to the left or the right or straight ahead. And the tarot is a snapshot of that fork in the road right now, right? Mm. Right now. If you decide to not kind of listen to some of the underlying things that are happening and you decide to just stay straight ahead, cool. These are probably some of the things that might happen in the future. But if you want to say, oh, well, if I keep, you know, trying to manipulate these people around me in this relationship, you know, that maybe that's not a good idea, then then, you know, you're going to take some some of the advice or objects that are being presented to you and perhaps take a left hand turn and change the path that you're on. And that's kind of what tarot is about. It's kind of like here's a snapshot of that here and now. And because you have a snapshot, you could see a probable outcome. But if you decide to make a choice with this new information, you know, you can wow. change the path you're on. Wow. That's, that's really well said. 
that's really, really cool. And I love that, like, making it more scientific to demystify stuff. I, I'm all about magic. I love it. It's my mm-hmm. whole life. But there's a time and a place. There's balance. And being able to see both sides of it and have it be as woo and, and kooky as you want it to be and to be as scientific as you want to be. There's a very, there's a, there's a middle point there, that middle road that like that encompasses the whole thing. And that's. Well, I think science is moving towards magic. Magic is moving towards science. The more we learn, the more we realize that like everything is like so magical, like, you know, geometric patterns and flowers and stuff like that shit is crazy magical, (laughs) but it's also science. (laughs) I saw a, just this is stupid but i saw a picture of this guy like bent over like the letter c looking at his phone and somebody laid the golden mean over it so it was that <laughs> perfect spiral of him just it, everything it's you every, can it's everything. everywhere you can't escape it even the dude leaned over looking at his phone so what were you ladies thinking about doing with our decks tonight I thought it would be fun to do a, a year to come for 2023. Fuck yeah. What do you think? I'm down. Let's do it. My thoughts would be, you know, we all have our decks, so we can maybe take turns shuffling and pulling cards and Ooh. maybe just trust if we happen to pull the same card. Okay. <laughs> we can, kind of, can just kind of work with that. And, you know, when we pull a card, we can go around and, and just pr- maybe a few minutes on each card and talk about um, what insights we have. And then, Maybe at the end of it, piece it together into a Ooh. what's 2023 look like? Okay. You know, yeah, I like that. Like you pull January, then Aaron pulls February. Yeah. Like or are this. we all pulling for January? Oh. That seems like it could get excessive. Yeah. I think so too. Let's okay. let's go around and, and, and one person will do January and someone else will do February. Yeah. Before we get started while I'm shuffling, because they were I just wanted to say thank you again to you ladies because this has brought this back into my life and it really hit home what Aaron said about the connection of that. All those other all the other decks have been around for a long time. Those people aren't around that created them. That just dawned on me when you said that. It's like I got to meet you both online in our online world first and then get this into my hands and then meet you in person so it really has much more bearing and life to it and everything and i just i just thank you for what you created for the world and for me to bring this back into my life i'm still dabbling i just do it for myself i haven't done it for anybody but it's a content sits on my on my table in my room all the time and never gets put away and it's and that just that that connection that when Aaron said that it's like it's like wow that is another part of this this is from this is from our sisters that are very much alive and very involved in this world in this community in this scene and our lives yep so yeah and it's rooted it's rooted (laughs) still in that that the archetype of the universe right which held things like the rider weight um but this is, you know, almost it's like a, a step up the ladder from that. It's like we, we, we have that strong foundation, that incredibly strong, like, story that was put together by those, you know, brilliant creators. Yeah. Um, and that informed this along with the, the brilliance and magic and mystery that was the Grateful Dead. That is the Grateful Dead. Yeah. yeah that makes it's it so, like, that makes it's it so like the tree just keeps putting out these beautiful branches. And, mm. you know, I feel like we're just so honored to be a single 
branch on that tree, you know, like just this community just keep giving back and giving back and giving back throughout my life. I mean, it's insane. I just did a library forum here in Woodstock about Grateful Dead Tarot. What, you know, what is, what does the Grateful Dead have to do with tarot and this, that, and the next thing. And the woman who introduced me was like, you know, I'm a deadhead too. I saw them a bunch in like the seventies. She's like, but unlike Erin, they didn't change my life, but it really sounds like they changed Aaron's life. And I'm like, dude, really, honestly, my whole life is just honestly from buying like skeletons in the closet, like when I was like 13 or 14 years old and then going to a show in the late 80s since then, it's just been all of it. Even after Jerry died and I went on fish, I don't think I would have ever done that if it hadn't been for the Grateful Dead, even though it's a different band and it's still... It's also freaking intertwined. It's insane. I mean, my husband and therefore my children, like really. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's it's crazy when you sum it up like that with all the little <laughs> specific things that the dead has afforded you. Us. Oh, everybody. We, everybody. Wouldn't be, we wouldn't be doing yeah. this for no, sure. Everybody. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we were just talking about Aaron, yeah. that's, but that's why. <laughs> yes, Aaron and Aaron. <laughs> Whenever you guys say Aaron, I automatically am like, huh? What? All right. All right. So, dog Mel, like do you want to? Aaron wanna, with an E and Aaron with an A. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you want to like start with Mel and work your way around? Let's do that. Yeah, let's take a minute. Just hold your decks in your hands and close your eyes and... Just take a breath or two with it. I always feel like it's like so important to just really ground into the cards. And just breathe it in. And breathe it out. And I always just make sure I have, it sounds weird maybe, but a little bit of, of the, the deck is here. It's with us. It's, 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 it wants to do this with us. I, I do tend to think of it as sort of a living, living source of, of connection and insight and so to honor that connection, I don't want to be frivolous or casual too much, but at the same time to not make it heavy or overbearing. So I always just check in with it and check in with my heart and make sure that, yes, this is, this is aligned and this is what we're doing tonight. So it feels good to me. So let's mm-hmm. take one more deep breath together. Inhale and exhale. And whenever you're ready, Mel, I love the idea of starting right with you. Why don't you pull us a card for January? Are we reading reversals or just upright? That's up to you. Well, whoever pulls the card, you decide how you want to present it. But yeah, be in the, it's a tricky thing with, with the cards. That could be a whole podcast on its own reversal. (laughs) (laughs) With my Toth deck, I never read reversals. Whoa. Okay. I don't often with this one. Uh, The queen of bears has appeared today. All right. Um, Mel, why don't you describe the card for everybody listening? Okay, so the Queen of Bears, the Earth card, um, she, the Queen, is standing um, near a river, it looks like, with flowers and even like a little um, rabbit beside. She's holding onto a bear's hand, and it looks like it could be dusk or early morning. And there is a comet or a shooting star behind her. Um, visible and the sun is again it's kind of a weird position in the sky so it looks like it could be you know 
going down or up and then the roses kind of frame the entire card um the colors are like pastel-y kind of colors like uh, lavender and like a blues and peachy kind of color it's beautiful it's a beautiful feeling card and the um, queen of bears is the uh jade merchant's daughter from mountains of the moon Mm. even also on her on her um dress she has the earth growing on her dress so she's standing in the earth and it looks like it's almost uh, her skirt is mimicking the earth like she's so part of it that there's really no delineation between earth and her and so to me this and she's also got a bird on her shoulder which i did not um mention earlier that's the carrion crow so, you know, to me, just speaking of rooted is she just seems very rooted and she seems like, well, she's the queen. So she's got this little baby bear and she's holding his hand and just feels like she's, um, you know, teaching him the ways of the land. And, um, you know, she looks very regal. Clearly she's a queen, but she's like her statures. Um, she's not seated. She's still active. So that's another um, point too. you know, a lot of times queens are sitting on thrones. She's active. She's near a river. There's still lots of life happening around her and she's in the midst of it because like I said, it could either be day to night or night to day. And so it just feels that she's kind of, um, even though she's standing still in this picture, it feels like there's a lot of growth and motion and movement. So that's... So for January, um, what I think what comes to mind for me is is that that self care piece, like empowerment, um, taking care of ourselves, tending our 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 practical realities. You know, not taking things for granted in life, like you know, like you um, like you said, like connecting to the land, right? Connecting not only to the land of the earth, but the land of our bodies, yes. right? And like rooting into. Um, those practical things that sustain us. Mm. Yeah. Cause it feels like with the bear, like she's like teaching him, you know, maybe like she's up to me, this is like the Amrit Vela, you know, the three o'clock in the morning when you wake up and you do your spiritual practices, you cleanse, you do things again, like the, the landscape of your body is what you tend to, in addition to the earth. I feel like in, in direct relation to no simple road and the three of us and the show, this card is speaking to like paying attention to home, yeah. nurturing the material stuff that we aren't going to have time for once summer shows up again. Um, this is like paying attention to um, taking care of ourselves. Like you said, physically, spiritually, emotionally, being home, being rooted, being grounded, time to be inside, hunkering down with the winter outside. Like January is a time for us to be together as a family to get our mojo right, to be able to go back out into the world in the summer to bring the magic that we have as the three of us to the community. Does that make sense? You know, yeah. you know what comes up for me with this card sometimes is there's the Jade Merchant's daughter and there's the Marsh King's daughter, right? Right. And Eric, it's time to matter. You know, and it doesn't matter whether you're the wealthy one or like you're like living in, in a literal bog, you know, <laughs> there's like something connected there to 
to being in your place of belonging and being who you are and rooting into that, that mm. comes, comes through really strong. And mountains of the moon is such a riddle of a song in many ways. And, um, it is time to matter, you know, it's time that we make the choices that matter, you know, for ourselves, you know, for our bodies, for our, our inner landscapes. Yeah. I mean, I love this card for January for one, uh, the year 2023. I mean, 23 is such a mystical number. This is going to be an important year, I think, but for my own self, um, I turned 50 in January, yeah. which is, uh, congratulations. <laughs> thank you. Which is like a big deal. And I love this card. This is, you know, the Queens are very much the emotional of the court cards. These, this is speaking to everybody listening right now. This is a card of self or someone close to you with the court cards. And this is, you know, an emotional card because the Queens are water and emotions, but it's also the earth card. It's the pentacles. It is the card of work and home life. And this is somebody or a part of yourself that you need to develop to realize that sometimes the way we show up for ourselves and others is not just always being overtly emotional, but like present in a way that you are caretaking as well, oh, that, yeah. you know, you're a little bit no nonsense this January, you know? And the other thing I love about this card is the carrying crow on her shoulder. And so it's also a really great card for Liz, who always insists that the Grateful Dead tarot kept coming to her at night like a bossy old crow that wouldn't get out of her head until finally she was like, oh, tarot deck. All right. So. All right. Yeah. yeah. I love this too. Um, it reminds me too of, I, I know the, the queen and like the, the self, but it reminds me of myself with my grandson. He's here right now and pounding on the roof above. Yeah. Him. And just realize uh -huh. it, when you have a grandbaby, it makes you realize all the things you want to improve on yourself so that you can show them a better way. And that's what this card shows me, like this showing them how to, how to be better always you know like even if you're not there you how to be better leading by example by like doing the, yes. simple, the simple shit like exercising yes. eating the right stuff yes taking your That's medicine what it feels like taking your own medicine yes. right yes <laughs> totally none of us want to do that no <laughs> i want to don't i don't always start in january it feels like nurturing tough love coming through like time to kind of get a little real yeah. Right, or even the element of, of the real tough, but also like loving. Yeah, tough loving. Yeah, tough, love. tough loving. All right, shall, All right. We, shall we move to February? Let's do February. All right, that was hey, great. Go. Hang on. This is fun. Yeah, this is I, it is fun. Thank you for recommending this so much. I, I think it was Aaron's idea to do the year to come, and was. then I was like, let's do it collaboratively yeah. <laughs> instead of just me or Aaron or. I love it. Queen of it's Roses awesome. for February. <laughs> Which one? Oh, queen, of, the queen. queen of Roses. The queen of Roses? Yeah. Really? Yes. That was my bottom card when we came down here, <laughs> oh, too. Was it? Right. Yeah. Weird synchronicity is already flowing. There so. you go. Well, tell us about it. Um, all right. Hang oh, on. Yeah, she is seated in this beautiful, uh, what do you call it? St not a stump. It's the 
base of a tree that's been formed into a throne. And she it's also, okay, it's a stump. And she has <laughs> the carrion crow sitting on oh, her wow. throne as well. He is there chilling. Her one toe is in the water of emotion and her other foot is firmly rooted on the land. And she has the scythe behind her. So she has been at work doing the harvest. She is holding a um, beautiful bouquet of roses in her hand. And uh, you can see the tilled earth behind her with the crows back there doing their job in the fields. And also the sky has them in there as well. They're, it's not a completely clear sky in this card. There are some clouds in the distance. It doesn't look like a storm is brewing, but there are clouds on the horizon. This card is receptivity, empathy, and acceptance for February. Hmm. Maybe we've received the medicine that we needed to <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. Now she can sit down and have a seat. You know, the other queen was standing upright and, and kind of poised and teaching. Oh, it's not the carrion crow. It's a raven. Okay. A symbol of prophecy and spiritual communication. Okay. Similar. Like the, you know, they appear similar in the fact that they're sitting on the shoulder like that is, well, I guess he's on the, 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 the throne. Opposite. And this is so, the opposite. Yeah. yeah, that's true. And it's the opposite side. So weird note about this card and the Mountains of the Moon card is that they were, um, I I struggled a little to place them because they could have been inter, in, um, oh, intertwined. Inverted. What? Yeah. What's... Like the, she could have been um, Mountains of the Moon and, and um, that means the, this is a, the woodcutter's daughter would have been the Queen of Pentacles, but instead the woodcutter's daughter, I, we chose to make the Queen of Roses um, because of her offering to the water and her being like the receiving the water and carrying it to her people and offering her silver beads to, to the stream and, and her sort of conscious connection to that, that source of water as flow. And, um, but it was like a really beautiful um, connection that the queen of water, the queen of roses and the queen of fairies. Wow. So the, the song is let it grow, correct? Yes. Specifically mm -hmm. the woodcutter's daughter. Yeah. I think let it grow. The weather report suite has actually three cards total. Yeah. I, so, I mean, if I think about this right, like January is that time for like going inward, paying attention to, and I'm talking about the reading so far, um, going inward, paying attention to material needs, your physicality, your emotional inner world, your land, your space. Um, February is about the availability of healing and being able to give that to other people. Am I, am I yeah. catching this yeah. correctly? Yeah. I, okay. think so. I think that's good. The, so the Queens are always water, but then the roses are water. So what you have is doubly someone or coming into a place where you're really, really able to access your emotional space and mm. offer that, in an emotional way, right? Last month, you were maybe rooting yourself, grounding yourself, expressing your love by either self-care or taking care of others in more of a, you know, materialistic, for lack of a better word, um, way. But here, this is like, now you're ready to really show up and do like the emotional work that people need. You're ready to say, I love you. You know, oh, wow. you're great. 
I'm great, you know? So February is like a really good month for that. Um, an interesting note about that stump throne, that stump throne actually existed. Um, it was on the lawn of my library here in Woodstock, New York. And after a huge storm this summer, I walked by the library. I don't know if it got hit by lightning or what, but it just crumbled into the earth. So now it only exists Whoa. in the Grateful Dead oh, era. Wow. wow. Its energy oh. got released back into the cards. <laughs> That's <laughs> wild. Uh, one more thing i i thought was interesting is that she has the one foot in the water and then the one foot on the land and then behind Mm -hmm. her is it clearly looks like she just um you know she did some work she tilled the land but it's kind of looks barren because there's nothing there but in front it's flowing water and she's got a bouquet so this to me Mm -hmm. also seems like a very balanced like she's there's a balance here she's in the emotion and on the land she's tilled and she's got the harvest the birds on the land and they're in the air it Mm. seems like a very balanced thing that's happening in this card to me yeah you see that again that same thing if you look for it both in um the major kind of the um the fountain card, mm. you'll see the figure is both on the land and in the water, as well as the doorway card, which is Box of Rain mm. or the original um, temperance in which you are balanced. You are tapping into your emotional wellspring, but you are feeling like you're ready to move forward, that you're keeping, you know, keeping a foot on the ground so you don't get swept away. Mm. Mm. I love that. Plugged okay. in and loose. Here we go. <laughs> You're right. right. After the flow right. from the January, the queen of uh, bears, right, which is earth, um, creating sort of the boundaries that we need within ourselves. Um, and then the, the queen of roses sort of being the flow, right? And you, you think of how water is held by like a vessel or by a container. And it's like, first we have to create the container and then we get to fill it with this yes. like oh, water feeling. Yeah. And elementally it's lighter. We had the mm-hmm. earth and now we're moving to water. So maybe we'll get some spirit here. Yeah, and it's breaking the away the too, right? That like, like, um, too strong boundaries can become really like, you know, rigid and, yeah. and stultifying. But the water keeps everything a little bit, you know, in motion. It keeps us adaptable. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Apple. All right. No, that's March. okay. No, I like <laughs> how she she's like maybe we'll get. Did you pull your card already? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, let's just say well maybe we'll find more out about the water. And I pulled the river. <clears throat> Yeah, so, yeah. So and okay. It's the card I pulled. So now we so far have the card that Aaron pulled when we all first started, and the card that I pulled when we all first Apple, started. Apple, Apple pulled that one. Yeah, I pulled the Queen yeah. of Apple pulled the Queen of Roses. Oh, right that was, on. That was my bottom card when when they were all yeah. looking at their cards when they came down. Yeah, so that mm-hmm. was yeah, and then now the river again okay. here. So you can tell when they have something to say. <laughs> Broke, broke down palace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and and well, as he says that there is like there's a palace in the background with a. It, is it the moon? It looks like a representation of the moon and the sun, like happening there. And yeah. had, then there's a rose in the center of it above the broke down palace with i. Well, it looks like ivy roses growing up around it. Uh, 
very colorful uh the mountains in the background uh and it appears to be a dark sky at, like nighttime in this in this broke down palace and then in the very front is a skeleton like half like half buried or half unearthed half full half empty however you want to look at that uh yeah and i'm uh, please interpretation <laughs> what does the song broke down palace bring up for you what does it bring up for what I'd, I'd say it ta- that takes me back to childhood like broke down palace and like healing and like thinking about things that have been broken and healing them and seeking seeking fulfillment in the world nowadays and for like kind of putting things that were broke down and passed behind you and stuff and moving on and like rebuilding rebuilding that palace airing that palace out because it's a what do you want to do with the beautiful palace if it's broke down you want to fix it and make it beautiful again to have invite people in and especially yourself yeah yeah and if it's too far gone you how do you release it right how do you let it go and yeah and, and allow yourself to flow with what comes next well it's like the, that's what, like the skeleton being half you know it's to me that's kind of the half and how how are you going to look at that is it half buried is it half unearthed kind of like the glass half full like also yeah. like like that. about making decisions i love that he's he's floating kind of in the river but he's also is he sinking or is he floating you know yeah. and that's the struggle of this card in the traditional tarot it's the death card which usually scares people but it's not, you know, like you're going to die. It's like something in your life is going to die. And are you going to fight that change or are you going to get in the river and let it carry you towards the palace? You know, are you going to let it heal you? Are the waters going to heal you or are they going to drown you? Yeah. And it's kind of a choice. It, and that's how I feel like I say that there's a decision like to be made there. It's like, like, mm-hmm. well, how are you going to look at this? Well, it, you can look at it like he's floating in the river toward the palace or floating in the mm-hmm. river away, away from the palace. And I think it's completely 100% up to him, which way the water is flowing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, of that too. Yeah. I, in relation to the month of March, how would we look at this? Maybe letting go, you know, letting go of, of some, there, there'll be transitions, right? There will be things in our lives that now that we've gone through this, it sounds like we're going to be embarking on a little personal healing journey, you know, again, with the queen of pentacles, strengthening our interior landscape, the queen of roses, infusing us with emotional and spiritual healing. And then, and then now we're ready to release those old patterns, you know, Mm -hmm. those old stories, those old broke that broke down palace that we've all been attached to that's been holding us back for so long, you know, as a collective. I want to say something about that, about collective. If you're listening to Uh, this right now, this isn't just for us. This reading is for you too. You are like we were saying at the beginning of this, everything is energy. We are all one community and we're all basically reflections of each other. And so we are standing in for you, the listener, having this reading done for us, for you too. As applicable as this is to us, 
I guarantee you that guys that are listening will find parallel and synchronicity in what we're talking about too. And that isn't you trying to find meaning where there isn't. That's this deck speaking to you through us the way that it does. So if you're listening, be along for the ride too. This isn't, you're not a spectator, you're a participant. And I know, I know speaking for Aaron and I, we would love to hear, like, if you have a really beautiful experience with, um, the cards or, you know, this reading, we would, we would love to know. Yeah, like, why? Yeah. One thing I do love about this card is that, you know, we just mentioned it could be floating either way, but the way that the palace is, it looks like it's decked out in like party favors, the way that you drew <laughs> the roses and the, like the vines, it yeah. looks like confetti or some kind of Ivy. excitement, but then also tor- a really <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm picturing Shakedown Street at the end I love of the it. Yes. It's like balloons and crumpled up easy ups. Yes. <laughs> Ice cold fatties. Gotta leave this broke down palace. Yes. <laughs> the sunshine that's inside of the darkness and the light that's reflecting on the skeleton from that sun just oh, leads me to believe that it's in constant motion this card it's just not static yeah death is not the end yeah Yeah, i drew one to look like a 1970s blacklight poster oh oh yeah okay the only one that i was like oh i'm gonna make the skeleton neon blue and everything's super super bright (laughs) yeah it's very vibrant that's the first thing that jumps out on it all right mel skull and oh no i thought oh yeah yeah what are you doing oh yeah (laughs) sorry (laughs) I think the other thing that's coming up for me with that card, um, I'm completely drawing a blank now that I said that. Oh, you know what it is? It's the lyric, Mama, Mama, many worlds I've come since I first left home. That's the one that gets me. We each go through so many incarnations of ourselves. We have to, we're living and dying every moment of our lives, you know? And, And so it's tuning into that process of what are we now ready to release, right? It's like, what world are we are we now entering as we let go of this this old world? Which, so well, go ahead. Which does, April, Liz, you go next. That was the perfect. Hold on, we're going to April. All right, let's see. We're going to go back to we had a to we had a April technical dif- difficulty. Everybody, I apologize. Um, we are going back to <laughs> April. And, April and yeah, page of bolts, well, right? The page of bolts, right? So the page of bolts is is a court card. Court cards are people. Often, sometimes they're ourselves, and sometimes there are other people will bring this energy into our lives. Um, the page is the energy of of earth, the element of earth, but it's also the energetic of, of childhood, mm. of new beginnings, of starting over. A bowl is is representative of the fire element. And so we have a lot of passion with this card. We have a youthful figure leaning on a very large bolt and there's flowers and bloom around her and light. And it's all a very dynamic energy. Um, the card, the song that goes with this card is Ramble on Rose, which is a very like one goes up, one goes down, take you to the leader of the band, right? She wants to move. She wants to experience all that life has to offer, the good and the bad. But because of that naivety that comes with childhood, there is an energy of um, maybe being a little too trusting or a little too um, just like wet behind the ears. Maybe that's a weird way to say that, but it's like um, we're testing our wings for the first time. Mm. So we've, we've, we've 
created this new container for ourselves. We've re released the old story. And now as the page comes in in April, we are super ready to like launch pad into life. And yet it's important that we honor that, that earth element of the page and remember to, to stay grounded, right? Um, to not necessarily leap before we look. We're definitely going to look, we're definitely going to leap, but we want to do the, we want to look too. We want to have a little bit of a plan mapped out. It is um, great. That, yeah, this is crazy. This is nuts. So <laughs> April is the beginning of festival season. Okay. This is the beginning of us. So like January, February was all about like here, nurturing, working on ourselves, the, then, you know, working through the letting go and now it's time to move back out. And this card falls literally in the month when we are physically moving back out into the physical world with no simple road. Right. And it's spring. The earth comes back, you know, right. it's springtime. And, and our opportunities passed. I, I'm not going to say we, I would say yes to everything. I'd be like, yes, we'll go. Yes, we'll be at that festival. Yes, we'll go. And when everything would be done at the end of the season, we would be burnt, right? And we have had a conversation between the three of us this year of like, when these opportunities come up this year, we're going to talk about it and we're going to pick the ones that we all feel like we want to do, you know what I mean, the most. We're not just going to do it because we can. We're going to do it because we want to. And so I think that's exactly what this card is representing for us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the page of bolts for me, I mean, most of the pages, they're like, you know, there's four stages of the court cards. And so as Liz said, you know, this is kind of like the early childhood. But if you notice in the card, the figure is standing and she's kind of daydreaming. She's leaning on that bolt. She has this massive, so the bolts are creative manifestation and it doesn't mean like artistic manifestation, though it can. I mean, you could be an accountant and that could be your creative way of living, right? Yeah. That's your manifestation. And so she doesn't have that bolt in her hand. When you see the other three bolt court cards, they all have the bolt in their hand in some way. She's leaning on this massive buildup of creative manifestation, and she's maybe a little unfocused, right? Mm. She hasn't quite decided where she's taken that bolt and which direction she's going in. So that speaks really well to kind of like what you were saying, like it's an opportunity to kind of for everybody to reflect and a lot of people's lives um, move into a more active space. Kids get out of school. Some people don't have work in the summer. People like to plan their vacation days or whatever it is. So, you know, this is a great card for April to kind of really be like, I have all these things I want to do. Let me get focused, you know, let me let me get that bolt into my hand and decide the direction I'm moving in. Mm -hmm. and yeah it's a lot I mean fire is about harnessing the will harnessing your desire you know what it what are you putting out into the world like what force within you are you channeling to create and mm -hmm. she's asking you to, yeah to get grounded through that page energy 
you know, for a child, it might feel like you're on, you know, the parent who's like, no, you can't do that. No, you can't do that. that." (laughs) But for us, it's more like, how do we, you know, how do we meet the demands of the world while simultaneously in, you know, following our creative instincts. Still having fun. Yep. (laughs) All right. This so May just fun on the way in April. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So I love this card for this is great. This is a really nice little reading we have happening. I just pulled the seven of bears. Um, again, bears is um, our pentacles. It's the earth element. It's work. Um, and I am trying to remember the song. It is the Pride of Cucamonga, which is an interesting song. You know, it's a little look at the Emerald Triangle of Northern California and what what they're doing up there. Right. Okay. Um, and and so in this card, we see a bear and the bear honestly mm. looks a little tired. Um They've got a side purse that's um, apparently filled with seeds and they are planting these seeds. And right behind the bear, you've got some sproutlings, then some bigger flowers. And then surrounding the bear in the background are this huge garden of sunflowers with all these tiny little happy bear faces. And there's a radiant sun and kind of a hot pink and orange in the background and the bear is like not paying attention to any of that and so really like the message of this card here is like seven is like a leveling up like it is a number of ascension and when we get to this card it's a little bit of a of a not a warning but kind of like like hey there little bear you have been working your butt off of and you have achieved this beautiful garden in your life through your work. And you're not taking the time to realize that you have leveled up. You're still working. No one's asking you to stop working, but we are asking you to turn around and appreciate the things that you have brought into your life through home or work aspects. So it's kind of a great, great card to follow um you know the bolts the page of bolts in which you know you're a little unfocused you're kind of like where am I putting my energy and May is saying you know what we want you to appreciate where you've already put your energy oh shit dang oh I love return to the earth element you know we started in January with earth and now we're revisiting earth element. Interesting about that card is, is the way the bear had his back turned to the harvest mm-hmm. also kind of reminded me of Rose, Ramble on Rose and the page, mm-hmm. the page of bolts and the way she was sort mm-hmm. of leaning on the bolt. And now instead of the bolt supporting her, now it's like this figure of the bear is like doing all this work, right? It's like a lot more output. And earth, earth is a less active element. You have to move it, you know? Yeah. Whereas fire is like super active in and of itself. So and there's a grind, kind of. The bear's purse that he's pulling those seeds out of has the bolt on it. Yes. I. Oh, wow. And, and it's the same coloring. 
He's and pulling out his yeah, the creative Continuing part. to sprinkle it into the ground and is totally ignoring like all this great sunflowers that have come into his life because of it. <laughs> all right. It happens. Yeah. I like that you suggest that it's maybe a little warning card, right? It's like, hey, like, come on. <laughs> Take a take that step back and, pay, and focus on what you want to create. Yeah, yeah. I, I think when we get further into the year, we lose sight of like we're happy we made it through another year. We're excited about a new beginning. Now it feels like we're in the year again, and we mm-hmm. forgot all the stuff that we had just gone through and all the things that we've planned that are now actually coming to fruition. So this is a good heads up. Like, look, you have done enough you don't need to keep going you are gonna keep going clearly because he's got his purse and he's got his seeds but take a look around you know my my son is 20 and he just moved out and he actually is the reason that we're doing this podcast like he bought me a microphone for father's day and was like you guys should do a podcast and then (laughs) then this happened nice and uh he said something to me what is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. My daughter and him both said, um, you know, everybody we know, like, is talking about starting podcasts and, like, it's so hard. And you guys have fucking killed it. Like, five years you've done this show and look at all the stuff you've done and just, like, laying it down. Because they see the other side that nobody gets to see. Right, of, like, how hard I'm working and, and... how what we're all doing and all of it and it really like rung my bell it it was today and it made me like stop and and be like holy shit i've achieved what i set out to do already it's here like i'm in it and i wasn't seeing it fully like of course i have moments you know what i mean but like to fully be aware of it as it's happening, that's wild. And it's all because of my kids saying that to me today was like, I love that. Wow. And And that's this card. Looking at right now, which is kind of cracking me up because when we first started the podcast, I don't know if you were recording or not. I was like, Holy shit. Look at your studio last year. When we came on and talked to you, you had just kicked Apple out of the bedroom and it was like, (laughs) and now it's like neon pink and dark blue led artwork. So guys turn around and look at your studio. Look what's happened. No, you know what, what's a, I think we all go through our different phases, you know, of really like, Oh my gosh, we're doing something incredible. Um, but one of the things when people um, log on with us through Zoom and they're like the almost always the first thing is like, nice studio, guys. And it's, you know, it's not about like, you know, pat on the back. It's like what you just said, Aaron, like we were in this tiny ass room making it happen and having we fun and loving it and doing great. Yeah, but to to recognize like, oh, yeah, we do have a studio now and it's beautiful. And like 
this amazing fish piece that we have was gifted to us by the artist himself and like just all the little things are beautiful grateful dead tarot deck from our nsr family the the big beautiful collector's box and like all these things are are from what we've created and that is yeah it doesn't get old so this this card is (laughs) is extra poignant and um the message is really loud and clear Okay. It's time. It's time for. There is something in it that speaks to me about, like when um, you know how you have that flash of inspiration. And you're so inspired, and you can't wait, and it's going, and then, and then at some point there is a shift where it's like, I love this, and then it, you know, becomes a little more work and a little more work, and then you're kind of grinding. Yes. You know, and yes. there, we all have those moments. It's like, um, doing what you love. At some point, when when you turn it into your job, like it's, it's still a job. A job. It's mm-hmm. still work. Yeah. And I think, I think, you know, to me, that's kind of what's coming up for me is like, okay, we've, we've initiated this new reality, right? We've, you know, and now we have to actually kind of put our money where our mouth is and keep going and keep, keep plugging away because we might not see the results yet. You know, the results are there, but they're behind, they're kind of unconscious. We're not looking at them. You know, we don't see them in our, our field ahead of us. We have to trust that the seeds that we're planting are growing, you know, and so we have to be, be aware, um, you know, to me of, of like a negative mindset, it's really easy to fall into that. Like the look on the bear's face is like, is this, oh my God, speaking, preaching the choir. I'm, I'm pointing at myself for everybody watching. <laughs> no. I'm pointing at myself. I've been guilty as charged lately. So, um, but it's like, I mean, I think, I think that's maybe, maybe it is like, we, we, we really have to be, be aware now of, the yes. process that it takes to reach a harvest well, and it's not just put the seed in the ground boom a plant we have to tend that shit we've got to work for that shit and yes they're growing but they're growing in, in the background as we continue to do our work it's not yet harvest time but we might feel emotionally and energetically like nothing's happening you know so at some point in the month of april are we in april april may may, may, may just Taurus, Taurus season <laughs> you know we're gonna have to we're gonna have to kind of put some faith in, put some faith in that, that the seeds we've sown are, are thriving and that we're going to want to keep tending them. We are in, I don't want to like downplay any other time in history, but we're in a really active time right now too, just overall, as far as like the energy of the planet and everything that's going on we are in a very like active time is fast. Like things are moving. And so Mm -hmm. what we're planting you got to pay attention. You got to, you got to tend that garden because it's stuff is sprouts and dies and sprouts and dies at, at, you know, breakneck speed nowadays. So I, I hear you loud and clear. Keep, keep it up. So when we reach, when we reach the month of May, we're going to want to keep hanging there. Okay. Got <laughs> Hang it. in there. <laughs> Who's no. up for June? Mel's got um, June. I've got June. We're halfway through the year now. Whoa. <laughs> Well, the Queen of Roses came to join us for the again. Is that allowed? Yeah, is, is that allowed? Yeah, with it. Um, I don't know why three times now during this reading she's appeared, but we had her for the month of February, and I shuffled my cards thoroughly be- between this. We trust you. Um. <laughs> uh. So water of water again. Um. I mean, so now we're in June. We're halfway through the year. Uh, Wait a minute. Go ahead. You can't make this shit up. 
I shuffled my <laughs> I shuffled my deck twice. Since yeah, so all three of you have now pulled the Queen of yeah, Roses. She's so sitting on the bottom oh of my, my deck. That's where she yeah. started on the bottom. Wow. Okay, there yeah. Talk about with the non-statistical energy weirdness. And yeah. so people listening, we're talking about three separate decks, three <laughs> different people Jesus. at the beginning in February and now in June have mm-hmm. all pulled the Queen of Roses. With 78 That's- cards in each of these decks. <laughs> like, yes. I mean, well, uh, clearly we're going to have to take, a, a, you know, midway through the year is also another time for reflection. You know, you've, you have like the rest of the year ahead of you, but you've also gone half of a year and so, like I mentioned earlier about the balance, I mean, you know, we're, like I said, we're right in the middle. She's got this balance and it just feels more and more like, um, sitting here, she's in an enjoyment phase with her work done, seated, enjoying her, like, she's just looking at the roses. Mm. She's looking and holding and it, it doesn't look like she's giving them away or keeping them. It just, she's like... Tending to the love yeah. that she's created. And, and you know, the bird almost even seems to be in motion, like, talking or singing. So and, and think about the song is Let It Grow again. And I just think of like, if I'm at a show and they reprise Let It Grow, like that message is coming through again. hardcore at this point. Like, in case yeah. you didn't catch it the first time and, or the second or the third. And <laughs> Mel, has, with the love Mel has always been the woodcutter's <laughs> daughter to me. That's yeah, sweet. yeah. So wow. we'll have to get you a dress like this. I mean, it looks pretty doable. <laughs> it does. I'm down with it. <laughs> so what? Oh, I love so, to me, I see now that you know. There, I know. There, I realize they're different flowers, right? But now she's holding the flowers in her lap. She's admiring them. Oh, you know, she's shit. gone from like, "Fuck, this is a grind." To now, I can sort of receive. Yeah. And the energy of water is very much about receiving. And it's also about giving. So now we've entered a place where we're able to take the abundance that we've worked so hard to, you know, to, but to do it with love. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, this is the problem with like hustle culture is we stop loving what we do because it creates, it creates scarcity because we, we need what we create, you know, to provide for us rather than just loving it for what it is. Right. Mm -hmm. So yeah, going back to why we originally started in the first place. So like, it seems like this, the middle of the year is that kind of reflection place. Like, look, you just had this festival and Aaron and I, by then will have gone to several things. Fish, Mexico, fish, Mexico, skull and roses, North Carolina. Like there's lots of things that are coming up. So here it's like, you've all look, it's halfway through the year. Pace yourselves. Enjoy what you did. It, Sit down and look at the smell the freaking roses. That's what this smell the roses. Enjoy. You know, it, and talking, give back and give back a little. Yeah, you know? give love back. Give it back. Talking about like the grind and and losing focus. There's a weird thing that happens with no simple road. Like this show is an egregore. The 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 um spirit of it is a thing that is independent of the three of us. And like, I'll have moments 
where I've lost my focus and I'm grinding and I'm like, why, why are we even doing this? Like nobody listens to this show, like whatever my fucking weird head trip is. And the show will come to me and speak through the listeners to me. Oh wow. Legitimately like I'll have these moments of just complete doubt and I'll get five emails in one day of like, this episode really turned me on or thank you guys so much for doing what you're doing. You bless me. I was having a hard time and I'll get like six of them in one day. And I'm like, Whoa, Mm -hmm. that's the show. Like literally speaking to me or like we'll meet somebody at a show that comes to us and it's just like in tears. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. okay. I hear you loud and clear. You know what I mean? So those, those moments of, of, uh, doubt or when I'm lost in the grind, this thing has a way of like coming and making itself known. It's really kind of mm-hmm. beautiful. That's how you know you're doing your soul work. Yeah, it's dope. <laughs> it's so dope. All right, July. July. Yeah. It's a big month. <laughs> Sunflower. <laughs> Oh, yay. Yeah, man. <laughs> Looking like an auspicious year here. Yeah. yeah exactly. Hang on, let me, there let me have been a lot We've of earned it. We've earned it. This <laughs> is, I'm with you, Aaron. <laughs> I'm with you, Liz. <laughs> July is the Peach Festival month for us. So. Yay. Um, sunflower is, uh, well, it, the top half of the card is dominated by this amazing sunflower. Um, on a blue sky background, there's the two characters. It's, it's the, what's the character on the, on the left? That is, um, there's China cat sunflower in her kimono. Uh Right. And, and then on the other side is crazy cat, which is a cartoon from the 1920s and his little sidekick. I don't remember the mouse's name right now but crazy cat peeking through a lace bandana instead i have the crazy cat kind of peeking through a tab of acid with a third eye symbol on it (laughs) but i mean that's like our lace bandana right yeah sure (laughs) and they're standing on a mandala of the 13 point bolt with it's Mm -hmm. a darker green and lighter green and then a uh, tower with sunflowers growing all around the outside of it. The copper domed bodai. Copper domed. And um, the wall is man made and brick and shows that there is a part of um, what is. So this card is all about kind of like auspiciousness, about coming into your own and grasping the magic of your life right so in the original um rider weight deck which is you know so masterfully illustrated that almost all tarot decks play off of that deck in one way or another you have two children dancing in a fairy ring on the ground so the steely um or the bolt circle is kind of like the fairy ring that crazy cat and the china cat are dancing in um the wall symbolizes that the work that you've done to bring this into your life and those other sunflowers are kind of representative of again just like the seven of bears the the sunflowers that you have grown the 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 things that come out of the work that we do. And yet the one sunflower is turned back to the sun because it is looking 
towards the future for the things that are still coming in the connection to the divine. Well, and I also see it as like, what was idea in the beginning of the reading and planted and then grown has like disconnected into the realm of spirit and is the thing that's actually illuminating everything at this point, right? The idea has Mm -hmm. taken root and is now the engine, right? Mm-hmm. I love that in the way that the, the bolt is on the on the ground, mm-hmm. you know, and now it's reflected up in spirit. And you see, like, it feels like harvest time, you know, yeah. it's like now that bear gets to turn around and he gets to take part <laughs> in the dance and he gets to relax and surrender. Um, and I see I love the structure here because it brings me back to that element of earth that we worked hard at in January to create some boundaries and create some structure like mm-hmm. this fulfillment doesn't come without the work that we've done without what we've put into it, you know, without the solidity that we've created within ourselves. It's about knowing yourself, you know, and, and, and and really, um, yeah, reaping, reaping the harvest, but not, not just like money, you know, or, or like, like reward, but like, I, I see myself in the world the way that I, I, I am. It's like, we've worked on that broke down palace and yeah, Yeah. it's a copper dome. Yeah, I was just about to say that, Apple. There's very few, there's very few um, truly architectural representations aside from pyramids in these cards. And two of the cards that have that is the Broke Down Palace, the castle and the Broke Down Palace card. And now you've got this temple, the Copper Domed Bodai. And so you've gone into that palace and created a spiritual temple for yourself. Well, on that note, um, what they're dancing in also looks like it could be a ritual, like they've created a circle around them. They've got the floating eye. They're they're already using their magic. And the China Cat has... um, galaxy dress on she's got a moon on her sleeve and they are it it almost feels like they're defying um the defying material and they are in a spiritual plane with i'm wearing a galaxy dress and you're a weird cat man and you know what i mean like (laughs) it just feels like whimsical and and you know appropriately light appropriately fun uh, yeah and if we're talking about getting outfits definitely that dress is on <laughs> Mel's all about the clothes heck yeah i know aaron i love all that stuff you yeah you're come on it's <laughs> great i am um, that was one of the funnest cards to write and it really? was one of the trickiest ones because it was like i knew where it fit but like how do you pull or reference those lyrics in any meaningful way right um especially because then there was the additional puzzle of not being able to use literal actual lyrics. So it it just became, I don't even remember what I wrote at the bottom of the book, but it became like a, you know, like be your own proud walking jingle, but it was like some (laughs) very (laughs) funky iteration of it that I was hoping would capture the whimsy. Oh yeah. You said, you said, so let all the colors of your midnight kimono jingle like pearls through the golden (laughs) lace of your silk violin. And don't worry about what anyone else thinks. I love it. Well done. I mean, <laughs> that is props for that. Yeah, in the nineties, like China Cat Sunflower was one of my top, 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 top songs from the Grateful Dead, and um, like doing this card with the deck 
made me revisit. I mean, it was one of those songs back when we had CDs and there wasn't internet and you couldn't just look up lyrics that you would stop the CD every verse so you could memorize exactly what they were saying because it was also kind of like bizarre and like psychedelic and like, you know, like doing this card, it made me realize that even though none of us know what these lyrics mean when it is set to the Grateful Dead's music. We all know exactly what this fucking song means. <laughs> right? Totally. 100%. <laughs> all right, Apple. Apple, you're up, man. August. August, all right. No, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> No, should I put it back? No, I'm just oh. I've already decided if I pull the Casey Jones card, I'm putting yeah. it back. <laughs> okay, this one's uh, the Eight of Roses. Oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. Whenever you're I'm getting a reading and the reader's like, oh, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. shit. No, eight? No. Yeah, so, okay, so, th- okay, this this one is a trip also. Uh, you've got your, in the forefront of the card, you have your Eight Roses. Some very in full bloom, a uh, couple hanging in the back, not quite. They're still growing, making their way. This also appears like it's kind of like in a ravine. Uh, at the end of a ravine that it's hard to tell for me on this one. I've looked at this one before, whether this is a ravine that's dry. It lo- looks like it's partially dried up, um, but there is still some water flowing in the middle. And then there's this blazing, it is a skull, moon, sun, like hybrid happening mm-hmm. in the back of this. The, the, well, my left side looking at the card is the moon, the, the sky with it looks like, you know, you have like the North Star and some other things go, or stars going on back there and the moon. And then on the right side is like the blazing sun and the daylight. And it is very much blazing. Um, th- this car, I don't know, just looking at this hmm. now, it, it to me, it's kind of, it kind of looks like a time. We're, we're in what now? This is August. Mm-hmm. So, August, <laughs> like, like, uh, it brings my, like, like a time for d- d- decisions, like choosing a path, kind of. It, mm-hmm. It's very split to me, like like it's representing day and night, this river. Is it Ship of Fools? No, no. that would have been a good card. That So Ship of Fools is probably my single biggest song that I didn't work in. Okay. So I love that song, and it's so archetypal. But there are a few very, very beautiful groups with that song that didn't quite make the cut. Didn't make the we cut. need more tarot. <laughs> It's uh, going down the road, feeling bad. Oh, okay. Wow. So, so yeah, and open for interpretation. That. So, if we look at this, this as the garden that we've been tending, right? Those those bare flowers, and then the the ones that the queen was holding on her lap, and then the beautiful sunflower. Now they've become they're abundant, right? Mm-hmm. But we've also become Maybe. perhaps a little bit. Yeah, there's the tangles of them, yeah. you know, to me, what I always think of with this card is, is that this sort of represents the comfort zone, the world that we're familiar with, 
It's, you know, all the roses are red, all the thorns poke you the same kind of way. And yet there's this whole other part of the world and of life that remains as yet unexplored. And it's important to leave the familiarity that we've created behind in order to embark on something new and stretch our comfort zones so that we can create what what this is is so powerful and so dynamic and it speaks of duality and it speaks of life and it speaks of tension but also creation um and i think of this whole card to me represents like a whole journey all in one from everything we've created a four is um uh, eight is is two fours, you know, so we have the foundation of the first four and then the second four builds upon that. So we're really reaching towards something new, but we're rooted in what's already been created. Mm. And roses are, of course, the fulfillment of the heart and of healing and of our spiritual truth. Wow. Mm -hmm. It's it's almost like really going with the theme that we have kind of been exploring in the other seven months of like what we love can start to become a little bit of a stranglehold. I always tell people like Liz mentioned the fours, you've got two fours, think of two squares connected at the corner. Now you've got like an infinity symbol, right? Yeah. And that energy is looping biofeedback, biofeedback. And sometimes that's really good. Sometimes it builds a platform but sometimes it's kind of like a little bit of a like, oh, shit, here we go around the loop-de-loo again, you know? Yes. And so there's nothing necessarily negative about this card because in the tarot deck, the red roses really are about true love. And there's also blue roses in our deck that speak to a little bit of the shadow. But here they've just kind of become so overgrown. You're feeling trapped that, you know, the one rose that looks like a Tibetan lotus is growing up towards the cliff that goes alongside the dark sea. Water mm. is always emotion in the tarot deck and this water is dark, but there is a cliff to walk along the side of that dark sea. And the other symbology in this card, which is dominant, obviously the moon and sun skull is that whenever in the tarot, you see both the sun and the moon it speaks about the endless potential of the entire universe. So you just kind of want to unstick yourself, accept the fact that sometimes the things we love can make us feel a little entrapped. And maybe it's time to explore yeah. that and find a bit of a new path. Got it. Wow. Yeah. wow. yeah it's, like, it's like we came into our own, right? With the sunflower. We're like, yes, here I am. But now we have to, we have to be willing to grow even farther and say, okay, like, now I, you know, I can pick up all this, this beautiful, like self-awareness that I've cultivated, but I still have to move forward. I can't just stay here in this place where I feel like comfortable and content and fulfilled. There's more to do. Got it. Tell us what it is, Liz. Weed the garden. <laughs> Are we in September? Yeah, September. Yes. I love that card. It's truly become um, one of my favorites and it's, in my experience, and of course, every everybody might have a different one. It's become um, one of the ones that I pull the most often. Um, it's one of the more common cards that comes up in a reading, which to me speaks about um, a lot of the ways that collectively we're looking for safety. You know, yeah. we're looking for a safe place rather than wanting to, um, you know, keep keep doing the deep work. Here we go. 
<laughs> I'm not shitting you. What? But I okay. took the we... exact same card and I did shuffle oh, it in very oh, thoroughly. No oh my god! Fucking way. So it's a long. So we're gonna keep. We're gonna keep okay. going down that road. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That. Wow. wow. <laughs> September brings more of the same. More of the same sort of. Um, healing this is a deep journey though you know to be fair like this is not you can't shortcut life right you've got to do the work that's kind of what shows shows up for me yeah you don't you don't get through the shadow in a month no <laughs> no no yeah that's a, yeah that, that looks like a hell of a journey <laughs> wow I got it. I love it. to the river to the river card of like where do we how do we need to enter that water and let go you know mm. all right okay. let's October. Got us to October. Hope, hope you don't pull it again. Uh, <laughs> it's really long. It'll be funny. Just I, the rest of the year. Right. <laughs> Love this card. So now you've like really dove deep on the thing that you love. Are you leaving it? Where are you going? The world is full of endless possibilities. And it's bringing us to it. October, which is another bear card. So we've got a lot of bears and a lot of roses in this deck. And I pulled the three of bears. And this card is when I paint my masterpiece. And the the card shows a skeletal hand holding a paintbrush. And he's painting a painting on an easel. And there's three little bears. And each of them is holding a different suit. One's got a bolt. One's got a skull. One's got a rose. And this card is really about the fact that, like, everybody's love is different. Everybody's masterpiece is different. Is your masterpiece about intellect and air, the skull cards? Is your masterpiece about creating something with love in relationship and your love life, like the roses? Is it about creative manifestation, travel, so on and so forth with the bolts, right? We're all like a little bear having to find what we love and our path in life. And so after the deep dive of exploring what it is and where we want to go, this is the card that we're really going to start. The threes are like, one is the very start, the thought of it. Two, you kind of meet the energy of the card. But when you get to three, you got one, two, and you put a third on top, like a little upward arrow, and you're ready to like, move into action mm. wow feels like getting back to basics in some way yeah it, it when i think about this in terms of what we're doing this for i feel like there's something that we haven't even we don't even know what it is right now that's coming like something a direction or it's a, interesting a that focus. there's three bears that kind hey, of three bears yeah <laughs> Yeah, I I feel like there's just this is calling f- out something that like I can't e- we can't even see right well, now. Well, I want to th- take a stab at it because I love the fact that the little bear down there is holding the rose and hugging it and loving it, and I definitely think that would be me. And then the blue bear's got the bolt and is kind of like you know whittling it and holding it, and then the other bear with the skulls being silly, it's on top of his head. And it really, I I feel like it depicts the three of us 
And whatever this hand is painting is this fourth empty spot, which maybe it's a morph of all of us. And that's why we can't see it yet because it hasn't been created hasn't yet been through yet. whatever the year has is bringing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I also love that at the bottom of the easel is this bramble of roses still, but they've turned blue and just one of them has made it out of the bramble, but mm-hmm. it's still red. Yeah. Right. So you're going to figure it out. You're going to get out of that bramble. You're going to leave behind the parts you no longer need and you're going to grow the one that you do. Oh boy. Overall, it's a good card. It's, it combines the action and the energy of the three with the stability of the four. So it's time to, you know, it's time to put our dreams into motion. It's time to integrate what we've learned. September wants us to integrate and it wants us to start to create a plan for what comes next. Um, I love the lyric, this, the streets of Rome are made of rubble. You know, Rome is this, this ancient, beautiful city. And it's all those little little bits of rubble, yeah. you know, the brick by brick <laughs> yeah. Rome was built. It, it, like, you, like you said earlier, you know, you don't do shadow work in a month. You don't build Rome in a day. It's it's about planning. It's about strategy, but it's also about moving forward step by step. You know, and so we're we're revisiting our foundation here. I think, and we're wanting to make sure everything's strong, and that you know, after the deep work that we've done, are we still truly aligned? Are we still truly like um, connected to our purpose and what what we're here to create? Well, and also. Mel, you're talking about the three bears representing us. They are all on the same canvas. So they are on the same page, literally. With yeah. all like the rose with the heart and mm-hmm. the skull with the the thoughts and the bolt with the energy. Like it really is pretty bring us pretty in telling. Into November, baby. All right. <laughs> Oh my God! No, oh, stop! I'm gonna guess the Queen of Roses. <laughs> no, but no, <laughs> no, but do you remember, um, Liz? I think you were saying that which card comes up for you a lot? What was it? The one that the, the Eight of Roses. And I was gonna say what card comes up for me a lot, but I didn't because we just kind of got sidetracked. And this is the uh-huh. card that comes up for me a lot: Three of Bolts. Oh, nice. I get this card oh, so much. I love it. It is either in readings or in my own reading. I have I have picked this card at least 10 times. Like it is something that I think Liz I might have um, picked it you when pulled we pulled it at Skull and yeah, Roses. Yeah, when we were at Skull and Roses. <laughs> um I love but so okay, to describe the card, it's a big um the skull is the most prominent um thing along with three bolts and the skull has his mouth open. And he, the three bolts are flying from his mouth and in the opening of his mouth, it's like, looks like sky, but as it, or the, like a galaxy, um, space. And then as the bolts are out, the blue gets lighter and lighter into almost blue white. Um, and the skull is like hovering above it. It's water, but it's brown water. Um, and there's three ships setting out, sailing out. And the sun is high up above, right up at the top. So it's not setting and it's not just gone up. It is fixed in the sky. Um, And so, you know, working with the energy of the three that you were just talking about. Yeah. And I mean, for for thinking of this is just like 
again with that three uh, me Aaron and Apple and just being what it looks like to me is like all of us speaking our will into existence and finally coming to a place where we know what it is that we want collectively and individually in that collective does that make sense and, and also the three um ships. Uh, ships down in the bottom could be like the the shell of what we don't need anymore sailing off into the horizon and speaking something new into being. And also it could be that we are, we're on the same sea, but also going different ways. Kind of like the bears they were, I was holding a rose, whatever, whatever. So you have these different, uh, like, uh, bolts going out in these different directions, but still in the same, again, on the same page in the what, same vicinity. What song is this card? Mississippi has to. So an interesting note on this card is my now 10 year old, but at that point, eight or seven year old daughter drew the concepts for a few of the cards. And this is one of them. She would come in when I was working and say, what are you working on? What does it mean? And she would sit down and do some thumbnail sketches on my little sheets that I had set up. And a couple times they were just better than what I came up with. <laughs> yeah, so cool. And this is one of them. And um, it's exactly that. He is now speaking his manifestation into the universe. He's almost ripping a hole in yes. space time. Continuum and the very high position of the sun is again kind of like the sunflower card, like the auspiciousness, like the sun god is shining down on you for now manifesting your will. And in order to do that, you need to start talking about your ideas. And at the bottom of the card, the sea is brown on purpose and it is almost like a bay you're not sure is it a river is it a bay it's surrounded by cliffs and mountains and that often in the tarot deck symbolizes difficulties and so you've been kind of do i leave the bay do i not is there difficulties you're almost like stuck in sand that's why the water is brown and this card is saying no, you don't have to be stuck. What you need to do is start talking about your dreams to bring them into reality. Tell the universe what you want. Wow. I love that it's a three following another three too. It's, you know, and, and when you think about the first, you know, big chunk of the year, we have court cards, major arcana cards. Um, you know, we have the, the repeat of the eight. This really, these two cards kind of bring it back down a little. They bring us back to you know, connect to the basics, take, you know, taking action, being, you know, practical, but like, like, um, uh, act in what we're wanting to create intention, right? There's an energy of intention to both of those cards. Yeah. All right. Bring us home. And then we're ready. Then we're ready to like put it into motion. All right. So bring us home. Feeling very excited and nervous right now. I know, me too. It's a lot of pressure. The Knight of Bears. Ooh. Bears, 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 man. All right. So Knight. this is this card in the Toth deck is one of my favorite cards. Um it's a knight. He is seated on a skeletal horse on in this deck. Um 
He's got his armor on, but his visor is up. So he is not in battle. He has a little bear sitting in the saddle with him, and he's got his arms around him. He's protecting him. And up in the sky is the all-seeing eye, um, the fiery eye looking down at him. And if it's hard to tell if he is standing in the ocean or not um, on this card. I, I kind of like to think that he is. And um, it, the color palette of the card is really interesting. There's a gradient that from the bottom of the card to the top goes from kind of dark and murky looking upward to where the, the eyeball is, is, is orangey and brighter. So to me, it's, it's coming out of some darkness into light in a, in a lot of ways. And um, being able to look to the future to, to see the good that's there and knowing that keeping your eye on the prize, so to speak, and knowing that the universe has your back and is looking out for your best interest at the same time. And like I said, he's got his armor on, he's protected, but he's not fighting. He's, his visor is up, so he's, his vision is clear. He can see where he's going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's help on the way. Um, which are pretty, I mean, really deep and rich lyrics to that song. Um, and it's one this is one that like, for me, like, I, I felt like I was still lear- like really, I mean, there's many parts, but that I was really learning as, you know, I wrote it learning as um, it developed for the deck learning as I would pull it for other people. Um, it has a very, the, the Knight of bears has a very strong work ethic, you know, and he's, he's on a mission. There's something that he's set out to do. And it's, I, I, I look at him down here in this very material physical body, but up here is this, this like you said, the, this all-seeing eye or this divine self looking back at him. And how can he, how can he unite with that? How can he like reach out of his, his material body, you know, and beyond the, the confines of that structure and into a, a divinely centered purpose? And this, this combination of earth and fire, you know, enough earth to ground the fire, enough fire to like push the earth, you know, it's, it's a really powerful, potent card. Um, I just want to mention that we bookended the year with the way we had the queen of bears for January (laughs) and the Knight of bears for December. I just want to throw that in there. And that little bear that has been protected now is sitting on that horse and so oh, wow. it feels to me like the bear has daydreamed with the queen through this entire year and is now seeing through that eye every like she told him the story. The journey was taken on the horse, literally. But he's sat there with looking at it through this eye. And one of the things you, you did with this deck that I really, really love. And the cut co- wait, the coloring is so similar too <laughs> the, on, on those cards. with each card you gave. um for the upright and the reversal, you gave like three buzzwords or highlight words. And the three words for this card are discipline, determination, and ambition. And to me, those those three words um, can have negative connotations. All three of them, right? If you're too disciplined, too determined, or too ambitious, 
you're an asshole, right? Like, yeah. yeah. So there's a, a fine line here that, that middle, middle path again, that we're talking about. I think about. I'd add the word purpose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Purposeful. I and also. That's where this is, is we're, we've discovered our purpose. We, like you said, we've worked Yay. for the queen the whole time and now we know where we're going. <laughs> I also love the fact though, that the last card had the three bolts that we are supposed to be speaking into the universe. And now Aaron just gave us the three words oh. <laughs> to say. Oh, wow. Oh my gosh. Um, our, our right? attention. But I also love, you know, it's, um, you know, wings spread bright, spring from the night to the sun. And it's like, we're back to the middle of the summer with the sunflower card, right? Mm -hmm. For me, this card, help on the way means so much to me. I actually have it's a amazing. tattoo on my arm, which is a knockoff of my dad's tattoo, which is the skull ripping out of the ace of spades. And his said, born to lose. He got it right before he went to Vietnam and got completely blinded by a booby trap. Um, became a junkie, became a psychologist, whatever and eventually died um, and is buried in Arlington. And his grave says, in the dark he saw. So crippled but free. I was blind all the time. I was oh, learning to wow. see. And my tattoo has the eight, has the skull ripping out of the ace of spades, but there is a third eye flying eyeball coming out of his son's oh. skull and it says born to see. What? And so this card means so much to me. Like, and he was such the kind of father, like he was that night holding that little mm. bear. Like, you know? Sweet. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> There's a version yeah. of Help on the Way that Joe Russo did that is etched in my mind. I'll never be able to get out. And every time I think of it, it brings me back to that feeling of, of feeling that song for the first, like not the first time, but for an the first time mm -hmm. you felt yeah, it. Yeah. The first time I felt it. And it just for, it does something very special to me too, Aaron. I totally get it. Like it's not yeah. so deep with my dad, but it was just like the feeling of like, you know what the dead songs do for you, man. It just, pulls yeah. you into this time space and puts a stamp on it. And now every time you hear it again, that stamp comes, comes to life. Looks like it's going to be yeah. a hell of a year. So, okay, ladies, <laughs> let's wrap it up. Let's see what, what you all think for now that we've got everything on the table. I don't know if you wrote it down, but I did if, if you didn't and we can kind of sum, sum it up. Why don't you here. review it for us and then we'll. Okay. So, um, January, the queen of bears, um, you know, we talked about self-connecting and um, making choices that matter. Um, and then we went into February with the Queen of Roses. Oh, sorry, with the Queen of Roses for the woodcutter's daughter um, being a little bit more balanced. And then we went into Broke Down Palace with... Um, Wait, what card was that? The river. Oh, the, the river. river. That's right, the river. Ooh, where we needed to make some decisions and some to release some old habits and old patterns to continue to move forward. Um, and then we went into the page of Bolt, into that little innocence, like a new beginning of, you know, that naivete, but also that strength that we don't even know that we've got. She's leaning on this humongous Bolt, but not everyone can do that. She's got proximity to her um 
Okay, so then anyway, we move forward to the seven of bears, realizing that we need to acknowledge um, and appreciate where we already have put our energy and realize that our harvest is waiting to be picked. Meanwhile, we're planting another one. So we need to take stock and uh, realize we've already achieved great feats. Um, And then in June... Queen of Roses. Okay, so there was the Queen of Roses again. And gosh, I feel like what, that happened twice? Yeah. Okay. That's, our, that's our first <laughs> yeah, double. Okay. So, um, you know, smell the roses, sit back and take stock again. Kind of like, I feel like May and June did the same thing that um, uh, August and September did. You know, it's a period of time. So maybe, you know, we're thinking of months, 30 days, 31 days. But this is a, a, a season that we need to go through. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of why it's repeated. Um, and then Sunflower is finally like, hey, kick back. You hang, you hung out and you were ready to party. Enjoy the fruits of your labor. And it's not like you didn't do anything to deserve it. You've got tons of things that you can look back on and now enjoy the magic that you've created. Um, and then we go into the Eight of Roses, which is going down the road feeling bad and leaving that familiarity behind and stepping up to something new and realizing that there's endless potential with that sun and the moon and we must move forward, you know, and move out of our comfort zone. Um, And we're still dealing with that in September. We're still realizing like it takes a while to break habits and it takes a while to move forward. You know, sometimes we think that we can just do it because we know it. And sometimes knowing something doesn't always equate right action. Um, Mm. So then we get to Mm -hmm. October with the three of cutie little bears (laughs) that, (laughs) you know, we're painting our masterpiece and, and we're, leave behind the parts you don't need and putting our dreams into motion and like actually in creation for this. Um, and then November with the three of bolts coming into manifestation and speaking into existence, that discipline. Um, what else was the other one? Discipline, uh, determination, determination and achievement. Mm. Ambition. ambition ambition discipline determination and ambition and, and setting them out and then we've got the knight of bears he's the help on the way the the circle is complete we started out with the little bear we end with the little bear the story has been um gone through every stage and we were never alone we've always been guided and we've always i want to say one thing when you look at all these cards put together the hues are all very similar and so it and looking at them it seems very dreamlike so a lot of the energy in this is um taking place in the earth but is also very ethereal you know so um i guess that's as best as i could sum it up not a single skull oh yeah whoa you are so right It's time to put down the sword. Stop fighting. Stop fussing. Get out of the head. Get into your body. Get into your heart. Get into your passion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really good. It feels advice. like a year of, of empowerment, but also of, of reconnecting to balance, you know, of, of how do we live in balance? How do we um, balance our passion with our, our compassion, right? Like, how do we um, 
how do we do the, the hard work that we need to do, but also how do we receive when it's time to receive, you know, there's a, there's something about this sort of ebb and flow that it feels like within this, that keeps moving us toward a sense of being that knight on that horse, holding this bear, like looking at our higher purpose, being here now in our bodies and, and um, knowing, knowing the whole kind of the whole picture that it's not, you know, um, back to the scarcity hustle we talked about a little mm-hmm. bit. It's it's learning to ride that wave, you know, that the, there's a flow to it and that we don't have to attach to the highs or the lows. We can kind of be be in the process of it, of it all as, as that observer, right? Mm-hmm. And how For do we- me, really, I think a message of path, like 2023 is your year to discover your path, not what other people think. Don't get caught in your head. And I love that it started with one of the bear court cards and ended with one of the bear court cards because they're the only court cards in which you kind of do see this little journey travel, like the river, the pink and blue and turquoise river or whatever that flows. It flows from the page through the night, through the queen, and into the king. It connects all four of them, and this little bear gets passed from person to person, skeleton to skeleton, <laughs> um, you know? And so it's really kind of beautiful that it's like the first card is, I'm going to help you find your path in home and in work. And then the night is like, I'm here, I got you, and we're going to keep going forward together. We've learned what our next thing that we love, that we're passionate is, and we've laid this groundwork here in 2023 to do it. You know, it was a real buildup. This was a great reading. And he's he's looking forward into the new year, too. That's what it looks like, you know. He's in December, looking forward into that new year. It's pretty profound. I mean, I know we went over it and we all said a lot, but it's there's a lot here still. (laughs) There's so much here. I I really hope that, that everybody that listened through all of this, that you felt what we are feeling. Because it's special, man. And I, I want to just say, too, um, kind of like yeah. what you said earlier, Liz, and I just want to say, if you felt anything through these cards, maybe one of them, maybe the whole reading, reach out to any of us. Reach out to Liz. Reach out to Aaron. Reach out to No Simple Road. We want to hear it. We're talking about energy. We're putting our energy out there. We did this entire mystical reading over... If just let us know what you feel. Yeah. <laughs> we want this. Want- we want this one to be interactive. We really do. We want because it's uh-huh. not to pat ourselves in the back. It's like a confirmation that we're all on the same path and we're on the. We're hearing the same message. So that's why we want the, you know, feedback. And I want to throw out one thing to the listeners too is like like I'm as far as all of us here. I'm still kind of the, kind of the the learner the the. Student, no, I know that's what it's going to say. I, that's one thing I've learned from the beginning of this and talking to you guys and reading the book, the forward. That this is not one of those things where you have to have any credentials. There is no wrong answer. It's interpretation. It's like the songs. It's like the Grateful Dead songbook. Mm-hmm. They mean so many things to you in different ways and and can mean different things in different areas of your life, different seasons, everything. 
tarot is amazing. It's a tool that is open to interpretation and it's just to help you better yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And to get a glimpse of like, you know, sometimes life comes at us sideways and it can be scary and throws you off balance. And, you know, if you have a little heads up prior, sometimes helpful, you know, and, and this, one of the things I'll say about tarot is none of it is set in stone. It's fluid. It's always changing. Your life is different from moment to moment. So just because you pulled cards that say something one way doesn't mean that it's like, that's it. It's written. That's your fate. Anything you do, it's going to happen. Like it's not how this works. And and like Apple just said, it's open to interpretation. I like what you said earlier, Aaron, about it being a snapshot of the path that you're on. So you can see fully and make an informed choice. I love that. It's beautiful. You're able to see yeah, a we picture. We have free will, you know, yeah. we have free will. And it's important to remember that, you know, we see what path we're on, but we can always switch paths. I also liken it to like, I'm a really bad menu chooser when I go out to eat. And sometimes I'll like get down to two things and the waitress is coming. So I'll flip a coin and like, maybe it'll land on heads and it'll mean the burger. And by it telling me that I'm fate wants me to have the burger, I'll immediately know, oh, I really did want the burger. I'll be like, oh, shit, I don't want that. I don't want that. I want the salad. <laughs> so cards are kind of like that, too. They'll be like, yes, oh, look, totally. here, this is what it is. And you're like, no, 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 no. Time to reverse path, you know? Yes, I love that. I also want to say thanks to you both for spending two hours with us. Like, so generous with oh your time Our and pleasure. you're so sweet and i i love you too so much you're so yes. rad you guys are great we'd, we'd love to hang out more yeah. yes. okay so if anybody wants a reading with aaron so nice or liz so many places yeah. <laughs> right but if anybody wants a reading with aaron or liz um where can they get one and where can they find the deck I think it's www.gratefuldeadtarot.com. And there's a little header up top that has readings and about and our shop and all the things. And Oh, and I just, just, just added. So originally, if you wanted a reading, you filled out like a little form and kind of contacted us through our email. And it's still kind of the same, but I did just create gift certificates in the shop so you actually go to the shop you pick the 30 60 or 90 and then you just redeem it by again emailing us but you can also send those gift certificates out to a friend as a christmas gift or a birthday gift or whatever so now you can purchase for other people and and what did we decide 48 hours for simple 20 yeah, oh, I like right. that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Do you think that's enough, or do you think? No, should- no, that's great. So, if you're listening to this on the day it came out, you want to get twenty percent off. Go to gratefuldeadtarot.com, order your deck, and put in the promo code Simple Twenty. You're going to get twenty percent off because you're part of the No Simple Road family, and you're rad, and we love you. Yay! Yeah. Right? <laughs> wow. So, on a selfish note, when are we going to see you, ladies? Or next, do you think? I'll be at MSG. I think Aaron's coming. You coming? Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. You guys, are you going to be at MSG? No. No, we're going. We're going to Mexico. We're, to we're Mexico. saving it for Mexico. Uh, yeah. We are not. Yeah. Mexico. We are, Aaron and I are talking about Skull and Roses. Oh yeah, we'll be yeah. there. We'll be there. So Skull yeah. and Roses. Yeah. Good you belong there. We're, 
That's what Aaron said. thank you yeah Yeah. no it's honestly like that's from now on like why wouldn't it just makes sense like oh we love the dead we made this tarot deck but I'm not gonna go to a Grateful Dead like you gotta go you gotta go wow sorry (laughs) (laughs) selfishly and not what's the card that we pulled that was like just you know take the time to make sure you're looking at all the (laughs) all the all the ups and downs ins and outs thank you ladies for your time we have to get going because we're going to do zoo lights with our grandbaby before they leave tomorrow oh yeah you guys get out of here (laughs) we'll talk to you soon i'll i'll be in touch about when this is coming out love you both yes love you both you so much thank you for fighting us back and to anyone twice thank you as well anytime i'd love to do this every year me too talk to you guys soon (laughs) bye bye tell you about the April May 2023 issue of Relics magazine features a Dave Matthews band cover story with additional articles and interviews with the National Graham Nash Wayne Shorter ALO Ivan Neville our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore Marty Stewart and much more check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB thanks Relics this is the story of Whitney Houston. This is the story of Kurt Cobain. Of George Michael, of Otis Redding, of Amy Winehouse, of Michael Hutchins, Bob Marley. This is the story of Prince. It's a new podcast series. About how they died, why they died, and why we're still talking about them so long after. It's like nothing you've ever heard before. It's storytelling. But it's more than that, because rock stars... They tell us how we feel. They change our mood. They change the clothes we wear, the people we hang out with. The way we remember things. It's them who give us those ludicrous moments, the ones where you're... Jumping around, singing your heart out, feeling understood. And it's those moments we'll help you remember, the ones you're thinking about right now. That feeling. That feeling. It's coming soon from Crowd Network. Just search for Death of a Rockstar on your podcast app. And subscribe now.